0: Hello everyone and welcome to episode 6 of the Unlocking British English podcast. My name is Shane and in today's episode I'm going to be answering the question Is it really necessary to study grammar in order to learn English? Uh, So, quite an interesting topic for today I'm looking forward to it but before we jump into the full episode uh, if you would like to download the transcript for this episode so that you can read along while you are listening to help improve your listening comprehension and to help you look up any words that you don't recognise while I'm speaking generally to be able to understand what the hell I'm going on about uh, then you can do that on the website right now it's www.unlockingbritishenglish.com or just go to the description slash information box wherever you're listening to this click the link and everything will be be there ready for you. Okay, so is it really necessary to study grammar uh, in order to learn English, in order to speak a decent level of English? Okay, so let's start with the general answer, the overall kind of answer. Mostly no. Mostly no. It's not that necessary to study grammar, certainly not a lot of grammar. Now, of course, everyone is a little bit different, right? Each person has their own individual learning style, and that's going to extend itself into language learning as well. And so the reason i say that is to say that some people need more of a an explanation some people need to know why Why is this like this? Why do we put this in this place and not in another place? And all these kind of things. So, everyone is a little bit different. So, I'm not trying to say with this episode that no one should ever look at any type of grammar because that obviously is not true. It depends a little bit on your learning style. But in general, no, learning a lot of grammar is not necessary. And I think for the most part, we put way too much um, attention, we pay way too much attention uh, and spend way too much time trying to focus on memory summarizing grammar rules and things like that. So in today's episode, I want to talk a little bit about why I don't think that's a great idea. So, well, to start with, the first thing that we need to understand is that grammar is something that comes after the fact, which is to say that grammar came after language, okay? We don't have languages because someone sat down uh, and created the grammar and created a language through the grammar rules. Grammar rules exist because once languages themselves existed, and once they existed, um, well, yeah, once they they existed in general, grammar was created afterwards as a way to be able to explain the language, to be able to Uh, yeah, to understand its rules uh, and communicate them to other people. And so grammar is not where languages start. Grammar is something that we have uh, made essentially um, after the fact to be able to help explain some of the trends and some of the patterns uh, that we then call rules uh, within a language. Um, And that's another point actually to, to highlight here in the beginning is that we often talk about grammar rules but we all know that language doesn't really play by the rules so to speak right there's lots of things that have a rule and then there's a hundred things that don't fit the rule so it's better I think when we're talking about grammar to talk about patterns and trends and things like that uh, so when I'm talking about those kind of things I'm talking about what we we'll would understand as grammar rules um, so yeah like I said, it's important to understand that grammar comes after language that languages well with the exception of constructed languages, uh, things like, like, elvish like dothraki languages from like films and tv shows uh, esperanto um, constructed languages obviously they're a little bit different but most of the languages that we think of right english spanish french german whatever um, these are all languages that emerge naturally and the grammar for how to explain how they work all of that came afterwards Um, but that's not how we learn languages generally in school it's not how we are introduced to the idea of learning a foreign language um, I know that it varies a little bit in each country how foreign languages are taught but for the most part most of us have this uh, experience, experiences understanding of sitting in a foreign language class in school uh, studying and memorizing loads and loads of grammar rules never really doing a whole lot of listening, never really doing a whole lot of speaking, not really doing any reading, uh, not of any like real content, just reading grammar books and stuff like that. Um, And well, what what ends up happening? Most of us finish school having studied a language for several years. Uh, In my case, I finished school having studied French for, I guess, what would have been five or even six years. Uh, And right now, today, I cannot speak or understand uh, any French. And now... That's not to say that grammar is just objectively bad, that if you learn grammar, you then will not be able to ever speak or understand a language. Um, but it is... Uh, well, we have a phrase that says it's, it's like to put the cart before the horse. So if you imagine right, like a horse-drawn cart, like a horse pulling along a cart with people behind it, if I put the cart in front of the horse, that's not going to work out so well, right? Because the horse is supposed to be in front to pull. Um, so learning grammar first is not a good idea and not an effective way to learn a language not because grammar is objectively bad but because we don't have any kind of information or any kind of context to relate it to so starting with grammar, starting by learning the grammar rules, uh, makes it very hard to understand because you you haven't listened to to the language, you haven't heard the different phrases that the grammar is talking about enough times to be able to actually think about how this information relates to the language. Uh, The second problem in relation to your production of the language, i.e. speaking, is that when your language learning is very grammar heavy, hugely slows down your your thinking and your processing speed. Right when 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 you're trying to think about okay is this verb in the right tense is this word uh, well in English we don't have genders but maybe in other languages uh, is it in the right is it in uh, should I use this adjective or this uh, does this noun change its ending and all this kind of things is it an infinitive or a gerund or well that's pretty much the extent of my uh, technical vocabulary around grammar but all of these things are barriers in your way to just saying the phrase. Um, And I think that what we forget often in relation to language learning is that, or languages in general, is that, well, it's the purpose of language. What is the purpose of language? Why do we have language? It's to communicate. Language isn't there to communicate perfectly, to communicate in this uh, this beautiful artistic way. It can be used to, uh, for those things, and I personally love using language in all kinds of flowery, unnecessary ways, but the main core purpose of language is to communicate uh, a main idea. And so the, the, the reason that I bring this up is because a lot of people, I've had the experience where a lot of uh, students that have taken a very grammar heavy uh, learning approach, they have a lot of information in their brain, but it takes them forever to get any of it out because they're always processing and they're always thinking uh, about all of these different rules, where to put what and what position this goes in what form this verb's in, and all, verb is in and all this kind of stuff and so whenever I'm thinking about all of those kind of things I'm never going to be able to get to a point where I'm speaking the language uh, fluidly or fluently uh, if we want to use that kind of terminology so well how do we speak then if we don't learn to speak fluently and fluidly through intensive grammar study then what do we do how do we learn to speak properly, right? What's to say that I don't just learn a load of words, but they're all wrong, they're all in the wrong form, uh, and all this kind of stuff. Of course, I've talked uh, on this podcast already before, I will talk again in the future because it's always going to be an important part of learning a language. Um, Immersion. Listening, 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 listening a lot. Uh, And so how does this work? Well, What happens when you listen to the language spoken correctly, spoken natively, spoken as it is uh, on a normal day-to-day basis is that your brain starts to recognize these different patterns, these different trends uh, within the language and the more that you do that, the more time you spend listening uh, and the more time your brain spends developing this understanding of how the language works, the more you're going to develop what we could call a sort of internal regulator. What I mean by that is that if someone says something in your native language and it's said um, in a grammatically incorrect way, your brain doesn't immediately jump to, oh, this should be in this form and this word is this gender and this, that and the other. The first thing that you feel is just some kind of awkwardness or something wrong. It's just like, um, if I were to say the phrase, it were good. It just sounds, because correctly it should be, it was good. If I say, I don't know, the part, how was the party? It were good. No, the party was good. It was good. But if I hear someone say, it were good, it's not that in my brain I immediately say, oh, well, this was in such and such uh, version, and it should be in such and such version. No, I just hear something sounds wrong. And of course, a few seconds after that, I'll say, oh, okay, no, he said was, it should have been were, blah, blah, blah. But the point I'm trying to make is that, Uh, your recognition and your understanding of how to properly use your native language is not built off of uh, some sort of deep, profound, intense technical understanding of how your language works. You just have so much experience listening to how things should be, seeing them how they should be, reading them how they should be, that that when something um, varies from that trend, from that pattern, your brain immediately goes, ha, no. Something, Something's wrong there. And the same thing is going to happen when you're learning a foreign language. If you spend enough time listening to the language, listening to native speakers, reading, uh, watching shows, doing all this different stuff, immersing yourself in the language, over time, and, you know, it's going to be... You're going to have to have some patience because it's going to take a little bit of time. It's not something that's going to develop over a week or two. It's a, a case of months or even in even years. Um, over time, you're going to develop this internal regulator that's going to tell you, "Oh, something in that sentence wasn't quite right," and you are likely to have the appropriate. Um, the appropriate option, a lot closer to mind, rather than having to, before you've even said something, think about, okay, what structure should I be using for this sentence? What form should this verb be in? Where do I put the noun? Should the adverb be blah, blah, blah? All of this stuff is too much. It's it's completely possible, but it's going to take you forever to say anything. And then when you start to think about having, you know, full-on conversations just in a relaxed, normal manner, well, again, it's just going to take way too long so thinking about understanding the language and its patterns and its trends through immersion is a much more efficient way uh, and it's going to get you the results that you're looking for rather than uh, just diving into so much grammar that you get so confused and and it takes you uh, half an hour to get a sentence out um as i said before grammar itself is not objectively bad it's not some <clears throat> excuse me it's not some evil thing that we should uh you know we should burn all of our grammar books and, and block all of the grammar websites on our uh, on our laptops <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, no, grammar. Grammar is a perfectly good tool to use to be able to better understand uh, the language and how it works. Because some things will be easier to understand through an explanation, uh, but we need to have that context first. So, what is the best way to actually use to employ grammar and grammar study? Well, in a short basic term, in short basic terms, what I would say is immerse, research immerse so that is to say immerse yourself in the language do lots of listening do lots of reading get lots and lots of input then when you come up against things that you notice you notice there's something going on but you can't quite put your finger on what's happening you don't quite understand why you're supposed to use this form and not that form Uh, it seems you maybe have a bit of an understanding but it still seems a little bit unclear that's when you go off and you look up the, the grammar rules around this specific thing. And then, once you have that information, you go back to your immersion. You go back to lots of input, lots of listening, lots of reading, lots of watching. And through that mechanism, through that system, you're gonna give your brain much uh, much more of a chance to actually associate this technical information with with content, with, with, with things that it's seen and heard many times. Basically, grammar explanations should make you go, oh, that's why they say this and not that, right? it should be something that 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 kind of ties up something for you so it's like you've been you've been seeing this structure a few times in this different in these different shows you hear it and you see it in different places and then when you go and you look at the grammar explanation that's what makes you go oh okay right so if I was going to say it like this then I would use this form but the reason that they're saying it with this form is because it has a slightly different meaning so oh okay whereas if your first introduction to any of this information is by studying the technical grammar structures well it's like you're telling yourself that you just have to memorize all of these technical structures all of these technical rules um, and and it's just, it's just not going to work it's just going to be too hard um, so again in my personal opinion your your experience your study with grammar should be well okay let's let's put it a different way I think if we look at your your overall English English language learning of your time should be spent in immersion, should be spent in listening, watching, reading stuff that you find genuinely interesting and is largely comprehensible for you. Uh, The other 20% of the time is where you can go off and do more of that kind of technical studying, uh, looking into the grammar rules, doing grammar exercises and doing all this kind of thing. Um, the, the, The majority of your time in essence should be spent on immersion and on input and grammar is something that we use in addition to that to help us better understand some of those little details to help to better tie together some of that information um, and yeah Again, like I said, everyone is going to be a little bit different. Uh, Everyone has their own individual learning style. Um, In fact, I can give you a a good example. in 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 my flat, Uh, I'm learning Spanish. I've been learning Spanish for the last sort of eighteen months, roughly. Uh, But my girlfriend is also learning Spanish, and so a lot of the time we watch similar stuff. We do similar things. Her level is a little bit lower than mine, so um, you know sometimes she'll watch her own things, but. Uh, she is someone that finds that it is actually a lot more beneficial for her to get a little bit more of those, to have some more of those technical explanations for someone to say, okay, so this is how the verb conjugations go, so uh, I in present tenses like this, I in past is like this, or whatever. But the reason that that's working for her is that because most of her time spent uh, within within Spanish, most of her time spent with Spanish is is with immersion, just is listening, it's reading, it's just engaging with the language and the grammar is an additional tool to help us better understand the things that we've already started to understand through the input and through the immersion. So, to summarise, is grammar really necessary to learn a good level of English? No, not really, but if you're the type of person that really feels like they need to know the why, they need the technical explanation of why things happen and why things work in a certain way, there's nothing wrong with doing grammar study. Uh, Just because someone can say it's not necessary doesn't mean it's a bad thing to do, but even in those cases with people that are uh, generally more inclined to more of that technical learning, technical understanding, it shouldn't be the majority of your learning. 80% of your learning should be coming from just getting input and immersion engagement with the language, and that final 20% is where uh, that technical refinement happens. So, I think that's pretty much everything that I wanted to go through in today's episode. Uh, I know that grammar and grammar study uh, itself is something that's quite boring, but I hope, or quite boring for a lot of people, not for everyone, uh, but I hope this discussion about the necessity of grammar has been a little bit more interesting. Uh, as always, if you have any thoughts, opinions, uh, suggestions uh, for the podcast, if there's certain things that you want to hear in future episodes, uh, please let me know. You can get in contact with me really easily on Instagram, at unlock. British English. Uh, You can contact me through the website as well www.unlockingbritishenglish.com where of course you can also download the transcripts and yeah if you know anyone else that is trying to improve their English specifically trying to improve their understanding of British English then please recommend them this podcast let's keep uh, growing the community Uh, and yes stay tuned for lots more exciting stuff coming in the future not just more episodes I've got a few more funky fun projects coming up for us so yeah thank you very much to everyone that's supporting so far I hope you guys enjoyed the episode and I'll look forward to speaking to you again soon